<clears throat> Buenos Diaz. What is up, everybody? Um, I'm Gareth Trashman. You are listening to Trash Talk. John, what's happening, dude? My eye just twitched. That's what just happened. Well, oh, you got to eat your vegetables. That's a lack of vitamins and minerals, buddy. Apparently. Oh, man. Crazy eye twitch. Uh, All right. We're good. We're <laughs> back on track. That <laughs> was a tough great. time over there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so, like, right as you asked me, my eyes started freaking out on me. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited about today's podcast. We alluded it, alluded to it a little bit um, Friday that we were going to talk about uh, an encore call and your experience with that, and I'm super excited to uh, ask questions about that. But first, we got to thank our sponsor, and we got to do some rants. Big old sponsor. So Larson Waste, appreciate you sponsoring this podcast. Always coming through strong. World's best trash service. Call them. Get signed up now. The best. Straightforward. Um, 928-536-3398. Now you don't even have to look it up. There it is. Just play it back. Give us a call. Sign up. Word. Boom. All right. Um, moving on. Rants. You want to rant first or should I rant I'll first? Rant. John, take the floor. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> my rant for today is uh, have confidence in situations that intimidate you. And How does one do that? Well, first off, I think you know, knowing your stuff about whatever you're doing, but, um, you know, being a young guy in business, there's been times where I've been kind of just chucked into certain situations where not, not a whole lot of experience ever been in something like that, but I know what the outcome needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit there's been times where I may have kind of shrunk away from the situation and had kind of more of a fearful, uh, reaction than I would have liked to. And then there's been other times where I stood my ground and said, no, this is how it needs to be. Um, try to employ good uh, communication techniques to make sure that people, um, you know, can understand me correctly, but then, you know, be confident and, and stand my ground in whatever I'm doing. And that has been um, very insightful and really helped me understand how to not only resolve situations with clients, but then also uh, build even a better relationship with them. Yeah. How about an as-lived example? Well, the, I'll give you the example that, that brought this to mind. Um, over the weekend, had um, a situation where um, a, a client of ours had, um, their situation has not gone how they thought it would, and we've been doing a lot more work for them than had initially been planned and we'd been very upfront about the costs and everything but you know obviously they get the bill and, and yeah all up in arms <laughs> and um and i told him listen guys this is what it is you know we're happy to work with you if you need us to change anything well give me a call we'll work through it well i get an email saying great we're gonna cut you down to um about 20 percent of what you were doing and then we're also going to um, hire people on the side, and we're going to steal your best employee or one of your best employees to do it. And uh, and I was not okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, we're not going to do that. And and you know, when we had covered ourselves on um, on our end of making sure that that certain things were signed to 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 stop those things. And I just very plainly and bluntly, not in a protagonistic kind of way, just said, listen. If you guys want to go a different route, I understand it. You know, people's situations dictate how things need to go. I understand. I see it for a living. I, I'm empathetic towards that. But this other thing that you want to do, sorry, you can't do that. And if you do, there's going to be repercussions. 
And, and, and if you do that, you know, just so you guys know, you guys have agreed to not to do that. So that <laughs> would be dishonest if you did that. And uh, they all oh, don't be calling people dishonest. Says, Listen, I'm not trying to be protagonistic. I'm just saying yeah. that would be a if dishonest thing to do. If you went down this road, yeah, you're uh, breaking an yeah, agreement. Yeah, we, we made this deal. You guys signed things. You know, everybody was up front on this situation. And just going into it knowing that I had done my part and going into it that I knew that if I communicated correctly and showed a desire to take care of them, that we'd get through it. Mm-hmm. And so far, we've been able to resolve it. We're moving forward, and we're, we're able to continue meeting their needs while still fitting in their budget. And so hopefully, you know, we can continue keeping a good relationship with them and meeting their needs as their situation continues to change. Yeah. Well, and I think you, what you're talking about, I think, has a lot of value because I know myself, I've like you mentioned, being a young, young person in business, there's been times where I've been in situations where it's, it's scary. You're like, it's intimidating. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. And um, what I've realized is like, for the most part, no one knows what to do. Like we're just all going around like handling stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like easy to build up a story in your mind that the other parties like knows exactly what they're going to do. I remember the first, uh, first time um, I had someone, send me a cease and assist letter from a lawyer. It was like, lit my hair on fire. Now I get them and, well, there's another one. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of those if you're doing business. And uh, like, yeah, a lot of that stuff used to scare me like crazy. And it's like, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Just go into it. If you're clear on what you need, what you uh, um, have on your side, you can really uh, step into it confidently. And uh, it really helps too if you are clear on what the outcome is you want. So. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a good rant, John. Thank you. I found it very applicable. Yeah. Well, on my rant, so there's been a lot going on at Larson Waste. Um, we've had some weather. That weather causes certain things to happen. When Issues. You're, yeah. When you're going around picking up everyone's trash and on the mountain, not everyone lives on paved roads. Um most roads don't get plowed. Um, or roads at all. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And, and in Snowflake, which if you're not, you know, a lot of you I know aren't familiar with this area, but it's a small town. 10,000 people is that rough, roughly yeah, where we're yeah, at. Yeah, that ballpark. But uh, what you wouldn't realize is um, if you lived here a lot of times is that the majority of the roads here in Snowflake are not paved still. Yeah. Um, the main areas that you're in, you know, go down Main Street and where a lot of people live, it seems like everything's paved. It's a nice little town, you know, yada, yada. However, it sprawls out quite a ways and the majority of roads that are in Snowflake City Limits are not paved. Yeah. And for the mountain, when I say the mountain, for those that don't listen, it's just the area that the general area that we live in called the White Mountains. It's a bunch of small communities mm-hmm. that are kind of here in the same area. It's the same way across all the, all the towns. Most of their roads aren't paved, which, you know, has a lot more ice, snow gets packed, makes trouble for trucks anyway i'm going too far down that rabbit hole (laughs) um just know um it takes about triple or quadruple the work on our end to service our customers um in the way that we normally would and so we might be two or three days late and it's taking twice the equipment twice the hours um like i said it's just it's a headache and it's part of doing business um i don't say this to complain uh, however, what I do want to talk about is just doing what needs to get done and just doing the right thing. Um, and it's been really, 
um, present for me the past two, three weeks as we've been doing this because we've been getting hounded on social media and on the phones with a very small percentage of our customers that really don't deploy very much empathy um, and they don't understand if, you know, or why logic. it's not happening. <laughs> At times, and, and I get it, like they, they have their worldview and they see what they see. It's like, hey, if my car can get down here, why can't you guys get down here? And sometimes their road actually is clear. And it's like, my road's clear. Why aren't you guys here? It's like, well, we're working on it. You're one of thousands of customers. And so, like, we're working. Like, sorry you fell on the list different than whoever landed on the first, but we will pick up all your trash. Yeah. Um, and anyway, you just hear a lot of people because we're a couple days late. Oh, their service is lacking. Meanwhile... You know, it's 7 a.m. Sunday morning, and I'm out head deep in someone's garbage can pulling out their trash because a truck couldn't get down there. And and what we're getting told is, you guys just don't service your customers. You don't care about it, yada, yada. So it can be something that's pretty hard when you're working really hard, and the only thing you're hearing is negative. Mm -hmm. um, and what I've realized is, like, but doing the right thing is always a good business model. Because um, those people would still be squawking the same, and the people that have empathy would probably be acting the same too if I sat back and did nothing about the situation. And it was like, no, no one has to work weekends, don't get overtime, you know, and that's how the big companies handle it. Mm -hmm. They're like, nope, at the end of the day, all we care about is the profit. Yeah. And so we're not going to do anything to compromise that. I tried to take a longer view and say, okay, what I care about most is the brand. And uh, anyway, so I just want to give any encouragement to anybody that might have a situation like that where they're working their faces off, their team is working their faces off. And if you're only hearing negative back, um, you know, don't let that get you down. Do the right thing. Um, it will come around. What goes around comes mm -hmm. around. And I, I've seen it play out so many times in my life that way. So um, just, uh, yeah, keep, keep your head down. Keep working. I couldn't agree more with that. Um, I, I know how that goes. Not that I have the world's most uh, business experience, but the experience that I do have is, is those who are going to complain are going to keep complaining. But if you, like you said, Garrett, if you continue to do what's right and, and strive to do your job really well, the best that you can, um, all that goodness will come out just after the fact. Yeah. You know, yeah, it might not be in the moment. Everything good comes a lot slower than anything bad. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so you have to get through the crap to get to the good. Yeah. So. Yeah. It seriously has been so fun because, yeah, my phone dings um, when I'm getting messages because I tried to stay really on top of it. Times I've just got to shut it down. But yeah, it's seriously Sunday morning. I'm, I'm out there like just chucking trash and ding. Oh, Larson Weiss is really <laughs> laxed on their service now. Okay, <laughs> cool, bro. <laughs> gee, gee, thanks. Yeah, so anyway, let's dive into this podcast, dude, because I'm excited about it. So kind of just set up, if you weren't listening to last Fire Friday, um, Ontacore, um, which you've heard us talk about multiple times, had a call. Um, they do these occasionally, especially after you've been connected to them in some way, whether it's a course or, or done a coaching program or anything with them. They do these calls um, I'd say probably at least once a quarter, and it may, may even be more often than that, um, where they, they give a coaching session. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk to John. Was this the first one that mm -hmm. was like that that you'd been on? Yeah, I, I had had a couple of Skype calls with just one-on-ones, mm -hmm. um, just getting to know a few people. But, yeah, that was the first and one. And was that with Danny? or? Uh, yeah, that was with Danny. Awesome. 
Yeah. So what, what was your experience of the call on Friday? Um, Oh man, how to answer that one. Um, it was very, at the end of the, the call, I just remember sitting there thinking, okay, well, you show me like the tip of the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, honestly, I kind of feel like they left me hanging in a sense of like, like it was great. And like, I gained a lot of insight from it, but I was like, well, you can't just stop there. Like, come <laughs> Keep on. Going. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, we can't stop now. But uh, no, it was really neat because in a sense, it, it brought up a lot of questions, but it also brought up a lot of food for thought that, frankly, I'd never really considered. Yeah. And, uh, and, and some of it, it talked a lot about our behavior and what our behavior really is instead of what we think it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I, by means, I mean, it was an hour and a half call. And, and so it wasn't super long, but I hope I can put it into words uh, correctly, but it just talked a lot about behavior and how um, our behavior is more than kind of what we do. It's, oh, how do I want to put it into words here? It's how we are experiencing life and how others are experiencing being around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I guess I'd been kind of introduced to that concept, but as they went into it, at least in some detail, I was kind of mind blown Mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like, okay, so how, so then I started like asking myself all these questions of how do I see, like, like how do I experience something and and how do I behave towards that? What are my reactions? Um, what are my feelings in those moments? Um, and so, like, one, one very basic example he gave, uh, Mark, who was on that call for a little bit, uh, chimed in with an example of uh, his daughter mm-hmm. and, and how he reacts when getting her ready for bed. You know, if you're a parent, you know, you know the struggle. Yeah. You, you know how it goes. And uh, he talked about how he could either, um, you know, go through what he may have used to go through of, of the struggle of getting a kid ready, or he could make it a situation where she experiences him completely differently than that. Mm-hmm. And he really didn't give like that. that that's really about the gist. That, that's yeah. all about, it. he said he didn't really go into it in detail. He just left it at that, which looking back kind of sparked even more thought process in me. And so that was kind of a very basic example that they gave. And, and so it kind of gave a little bit of an insight of how I've been thinking about behavior, I guess. Yeah. Is, is a good way to put it. And something that is, I think, always present and I've experienced Encore as always being intentional about it is there's so much more going on than what is being said. And with that in mind, I'm curious, how was, say, the first, like, 15 to 30 minutes of that call for you? Was that any different? Or, like, what was there anything go? How, how was it happening or occurring for you at first, the first part of that call, um, in comparison of when you ended the call? 
Um, oh man, that's kind of a loaded question. Um, well, well, so I'm I'm just curious because I, I I'm curious of if it's how when I was first interacting with Anticore, if you're having a similar experience that I had. Mine. So, so like, yeah, the beginning of the call was mostly them clarifying, uh, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what we're going to talk about. This is the experience that, you know, that, that we're trying to create. Um, and, and they were just really kind of making it, setting a basis for the rest of the call, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at it like we're a half hour in and they're still <laughs> clarifying this. And I'm like, oh, wow, I mean, I get the clarification, guys. But then after the call, I could understand why they did that. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't prep yourself to experience it that way, and I guess your, every, every person's experience was going to be different, but they wanted to bring about the basis of the experience. Yeah. In, in, for lack of a better way to put it. And so that was one way that, that was very clear to me like they they did not beat around the bush of why they were doing it mm-hmm. of what they were doing and how they wanted to do to, to proceed about it and then they dove right in and gave very simple but but i feel like very tangible examples of how to use behavior of of how to create of what a leader is and how to make you know those those experiences happen in your life and and yeah, so that was, I guess, kind of how I experienced the first part of that yeah. meeting. It, um, when I first had any interaction, I'm like, this is moving so slow. Holy cow, I freaking got it. And uh, as I've had more and more interaction with it, the intention that they bring to slowing, taking responsibility for who's listening to them and ensuring that they've slowed them, them down so that they are hearing what they're actually saying has been one of the biggest lessons I've taken from Encore. And in business, that's been so incredibly useful for me. Um, and I have to remind myself every time I have an interaction with them, whether it's a meeting or a call or a course, it's like I, I find myself starting to be like, all right, let's go, let's go. I already know this, I already know this. And implementing that in my business has been one of the top thing things that has produced higher efficiency Mm. Um, when we come into a meeting slowing everyone down like everyone's going to hear what everyone says we're going to be very very clear about why we're here and we're going to keep going over that and over that and over that and it's incredible how much gets pulled out of that and the best example that i give all the time um, that brandon had uh, shared with us one time in a meeting is he shared a story about when he was working for his father-in-law as a painter. And he had started that job thinking it was all about the painting, the actual putting the paint on the wall, and had discovered that that has nothing to do with good painters. Good painters spend all their time masking everything off, prepping it so it's all right. They're looking into the future, seeing that the wind might change directions and hit the car down the road, so they've got to cover that if that happens and do all the work around. They spend 99% of their time before getting it ready to paint. And then when that's all done, a monkey could come in and do the painting. Just slap it on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like, boom, paint to the wall is easy. Mm -hmm. And uh, applying that to anything I'm doing, I found produces so much better what I'm looking to produce. I take the time up front. Like I said, it's an hour and a half call, and they spent probably 30 minutes 
being like, this is why we're on the call. At least. You're all going to slow down. We are going to take responsibility as leaders for you guys and slow you down. Where are you at? Um, and so different because I've been on a lot of different um, conference calls or things like that. And it's usually like, yeah, let's hop in. We're going to entertain these people and we want to keep people on and like enjoying this. And they've had calls that have been open to anybody and I've had my staff on them. And I loved it because that, that's reports I'm getting back. You know, they were just really slow, <laughs> like getting to it. And it's like, yeah, but you heard so much more than you would have if they would have hopped in and been like, listen, here's behavior and this is how behavior works and this, 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 everyone would like, and half the people still would have been working on their uh, other stuff in their office or whatever, but they're like, nope. nope. Hey, if you're on this call. You're on this call. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's incredible the example of leadership that is. Yeah. So when I say there's more going on than what's being said, there's so much value when you're interacting with that company to observe that and take note of it. Yeah. Because they're teaching, I think, tenfold in how they're doing a thing on top of what they're actually saying. No, so, no, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I was pretty bummed because I was actually in the ER when I was on the call because <laughs> <laughs> um, some stuff had shifted and it was good because I got to be on the call um, really good, but uh, I missed like the last 10 minutes oh, um, really? of it. Yeah, because uh, my, my dad got out of, they had him back um, checking him out, scanning him, and he got released like the last 10 minutes oh. of the call. But uh, yeah, I, I just appreciate how Encore does that. So did it did it get you excited for for the course? And if so, how or why? What's oh. What's got you? I was just sitting there thinking like, Dude, three days of this, uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be mind-blowing. But also, I was thinking, like, is three days going to be enough? (laughs) Man, if the call was that good, and what they've communicated about what they want to to help us with in their courses, I'm like, man, I mean, yeah, that's great, but, like, Man, it seems like you could spend a lot more. Than, like three days sounds like a lot, but then like when you really think about like how far how far down the rabbit hole you can go on that. Yeah, I was just like, man, this is gonna be some good stuff. I was pumped. Yeah, my my experience has been that it's a mountain without a top. So three days is great, and it definitely doesn't like the work doesn't stop there. Yeah, and as I go, there's more to be learned and more to um, explore about yourself and and see and see the world um, different. So. Yeah, three days isn't like, oh, you did the course and now you're done. Yeah. It's like, uh, for me, it was like, oh, I feel like I've got blinders taken off my my eyes now and I can actually see what's going on in the world. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for you to, to get to the course. Yeah, I think that's why, um, you know, I, you told me a little bit about Ontocore, but then it was Jeremy who kind of really went into detail about it mm-hmm. for like the first time in like his experience. And, and I remember just, and I, I don't know how many times he'd been when I talked to him, but I remember talking to him and he was like, you know, I did it and I've been back this many times and I'm, and I, I was kind of wondering like, well, why'd you go like, what? Yeah. Why, if you've like, already heard you already, it, you've already heard it. I mean, doesn't it get redundant? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, dude, you know, you go to one and you're like, oh, I just begun now. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I guess it is, that's a really good way to put it is it's a mountain without a top. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it. it 
it's incredible stuff, dude. I'm, I'm excited for you. So, and I'm glad you, you like made the space in your world to uh, get on that call because oh, yeah. it, it primes you and preps you. How about the pre-course reading? Have, have you got that yet? Or they, uh, no, no, they haven't sent that to me yet. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see about that. And I, I think this podcast too will really up its game after you've gone to the course. Um, not that you don't know a ton and like, it's, it's not like I've got a secret over here, but there'll be, I don't know, certain things. I think there'll just be a lot of, it'll open up some of the things that we'll, we'll yeah. be talking about. So I think it'll be really good, dude. So I'm excited. Oh dude, I'm, I'm freaking pumped that April can't get here fast enough. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, I'm going to wrap it up cause I gotta go take a piss. <laughs> so appreciate you guys listening. Um, Hit me up, Gareth Trashman, across all platforms. And uh, appreciate you guys listening. Peace.